Yo, yo, yo. What up, friends? Uh, this is the Preferred Lines Podcast. Welcome in. Uh, I appreciate any of you joining with me. I will be the host tonight. Uh, if you did not catch the episode last week, my partner, Chad Eckbert, is going to uh, take a little breather. Got a lot of stuff going on. Families, we have a hard time lining our schedules up, to be quite honest. Let me just retweet the episode here. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, let's talk API, though. Before we do so, I want to touch base quickly on the Honda. I actually just got off the course there a few hours ago. Had a little nice little dinner. Played in the first T event that I do every year uh, with Bear Off. Ton of fun. But you don't care about that. Let's talk about the actual course. I thought Berger had it locked up. I'm disappointed that I made that statement that it was over because it clearly wasn't over. I never do that. I know better. Uh, he he. It, so I was talking to Will Haskett, who was on the course. He was basically saying it feels like he's just going to par this place to death. Uh, he was aiming at the middle of the greens. He wasn't taking on too many flags. He wasn't putting himself in uh, treacherous situations that ultimately end up leading to people making big numbers at PGA National. And he had a comfortable lead. The pressure grew. I was actually very shocked to see him make a double on number three. And once that happened, uh, the onslaught just felt like it came. All the weight was on his shoulders. Lowry was making a little bit of a charge right there in the group with him. And it became tough to close. It happens. It's PGA Tour golf. I know better. I won't make that mistake again. You have my word. I had a couple dark and stormies. That's the, uh, the famous drink at the PGA National. I took pops up there. I was with my son for a day. It was a ton of fun. If you have a four-year-old and you want to bring him to a golf tournament, make sure you give him other stuff to do. They had these little vendor village where they can like sort of spin the wheel. Um, you know, they win a little prize. They win a little bag of teas or something. That kind of stuff, good for the kids. Anyways, let's get an API. Golf course, um, equally as hard. I think harder. The only difference is, is they have those additional two par fives, which means the scoring typically gets a little bit lower in terms of, of par average. Um, you know, if PGA National, when I played it today, has those four par fives. They take two of them and they make them par fours for that event, uh, in which case, you know, makes the scoring really hard. They play it par 70. That's why it's annually one of the toughest places they go to all year. I don't think much is going to change. In terms of going up to the API, it's difficult. The rough is up. The yardage is a little bit longer. The greens are going to be firm. The fairways are going to be firm. Uh, it's fast. It's a fast track. The rough is a problem. The rough at PGA is not a problem. The rough at API can be a big problem. There's maybe a little bit less water in terms of that versus PGA, um, which, you know, to be honest, a, a lot of places have less water than PGA. Better field this week, invitational style. Um, I'm going to bring it right over to the odds board. Make sure you do me a favor here. So with this show, I'm trying, trying to figure out a lane. Um, I don't quite know if you have any tips or thoughts on the direction of this show. I think that I'm going to figure it out over time. But as of right now, I'm not totally sure. 
do I want to bring in a new co-host? Do I want to have a rotating guest? Do I want to do something, just a solo pod every week? I don't know. Part of it is what the feedback that I get on it is. And also part of it's what I like. Um, so, you know, these things that line up a little bit better with my schedule should be advantageous, should hopefully present better content uh, is my hopes and goals. I want to keep this pod alive. I will do so as long as it's possible. It is the full-time hobby of mine. My lovely wife uh, would agree and attest to that. So let's make it happen. If you're here, uh, hop over to the YouTube page. That's helpful. I would appreciate if you guys have any comments. If you have questions, I want to totally open this thing up. Um, we did the best we could to answer that, but a lot of it is Chad and I going back and forth and having conversation. Uh, so it's easier to talk to someone. It's easier to take a little break in your breath um, and, and think about something and then give a thoughtful response to it. So if you have questions about anything, it can be golf, it can be life, it can be the API, uh, fire them my way over on the YouTube page, and I will do my best to, to read each and every one of them. Okay. Now, let me see if I can do this correctly. Let's share the odds board. Boom. Let's try to get a little bigger. Here we go. Top of the board, Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bay Hill up there in Orlando. John Rom, surprise, surprise, he's back. Mr. Grumpy is back on the course. I'm not going to bet him ever at under 10 to 1. I don't feel like he's ever going to win at a wit rate that makes that profitable and makes that return possible. Um, 9 to 1, not a horrible number. This is going to burn me, right, guys? Probably twice this year when he's going to win. I think if I had set an over-under on wins, I would have thought he would have gotten one on the West Coast, but he didn't. Um, I still set the over-under at one and a half. He's probably going to win two times. Nine to one, never going to be a bet for me. Um, Fran Millionaire, appreciate you popping in, buddy. Um, my favorite survivor picks this week. So a lot of that is going to depend on who you have left, Fran, um, which I don't know. I think Adam Scott makes some sense this week. I'll talk about him a little bit later. I like Sungjae in a bounce back spot here. I'll tell you I don't like. Let's talk about these two guys at the top. I think Scotty Scheffler's mispriced. 18 to 1 is way too low. He can't be the same number as Vic right now. I don't believe in it. I don't think that he should be lower than Hideki in this event. Matt Fitzpatrick was mispriced, and now it's kind of leveled out. I saw the 20 to 1 this morning. It was one of the first things I tweeted. LOL, Matt Fitzpatrick, what are we doing here? Um, wasn't his fault. Still there at DraftKings, believe it or not, but there's 30s pretty much universally everywhere else. Let me talk about my first two bets on the board. First, let's talk about Rory. 12 to 1, can't do it. If he was, I was hoping for like a 16. I, I, I don't know what quite I was thinking. Maybe I didn't quite have a full analysis of the field. I thought that Justin Thomas would maybe be here. I thought that Dustin Johnson, maybe, who we haven't seen basically any of this year, would be here. Not doing 12 to 1 on Rory. I went up 25 and 28 to 1, my first two bets. Hideki Matsuyama, 25 to 1. Great with his long irons. He's been ball striking the heck out of it. Um, makes enough birdies. If he can just avoid disaster, which it's Florida. It's lurking everywhere, guys. That's why I want to, to sort of forgive Sungjae on the miscut last week. 
uh, due to the fact that you hit a couple bad shots, you get yourself out of shape. That happens. There's disaster lurking uh, all around PGA National. Guys miss the cut. Neiman missed the cut. In missed the cut. Louie barely squeaked through. Um, it's just it's it's the the water circulating the course. You can miss them at Riviera. You can miss them at Torrey Pines. You can miss them all through Hawaii and still get your second shot up and around green. Can't do it in Florida. You're hitting three from 175 out, and you've got to basically play for bogey at that point. I like Hideki's ball striking. I like his distance off the tee. He was driving it really well the last time I saw him. Uh, he made a ton of birdies out there in Phoenix where he always plays well. Really fast greens. I give a little bit of a nod to sort of what he was able to do at Augusta and what he's able to do at Waste Management over the years. Hideki, 25 to 1. Sungjae, here's the bounce back I'm looking for. Third in ball striking, fourth in strokes gain total. Um, been great off the tee as well. Normally fairly reliable there also. Look, he's great around the greens. He was terrible last week, but he's got a great set of hands on him. I trust his ability to sort of get up and down out of out of sticky situations when the rough is up a little bit this week. Normally great and crafty around the greens. I expect him to sort of bounce back and play well. There's no reason to, to let the miscut scare you off of him. In fact, you probably got five to eight extra points on the betting board this week because of it. Will Zalator is going to be very popular. I don't know that I can quite get there, guys. Um, you know, I, I I might be able to. I haven't yet. The ball striking has been great. Decent, you know, decent history here last year. Terrell Hatton, I'm going to go total fade on. I think the number sort of outrageous. We just haven't seen him bet enough golf. I don't think he's the top 10 player in the world that showed up here and did win this event. So I'm going to move on past Hatton. Adam Scott. This is the next guy I'm probably going to bet. I'm hoping that I can get like a 35 to 40 on it. My book currently right now has a 28. I know that there's 35s out there. You see it on the odds checker grid here. Um, 35 to one's a fair price. He, I just did the golf gambling pod with Boston Capper and Twitterless Steve. So much fun. Check that out. Give that a download. Those guys are freaking awesome. Um, they have great personalities. They have great sort of on-air voices. That podcast should be out tomorrow. Um, Steve probably talked me into Adam Scott. Been putting it really well. Drove it really well when we last saw him in L.A. Uh, and, and is good on these lightning fast screens. Confidence should be there. He's won basically everywhere in Florida. He's won the players. He's won Doral. He's won Honda. Why not here for the final leg of the race? Moving down the board a little bit. Um, Sam Burns. Let's talk about Burns for a second. I think a lot of people are going to be on him. I'm going to wait until I see something get in the right direction. What I mean by that is, what we saw last year is he missed three consecutive cuts right around this time. Then he topped 36. Okay, that's what I'm looking for this week. I want to see a, a T36. I want to see maybe a, a, a top 25 out of burn. Something to get the ball striking going in the right direction, and then I'm ready to pounce back on it. What he did last year, he missed three consecutive cuts. He finished 36, and then he won the Valspar, right, after a really good form coming in. That was the time I had like an 80-to-1 number on him. 
I'm hoping to see that sort of similar mold play out with Burns. I'm going to wait right now, even though the number is juicy. I want to see something go in the right direction first. Yeah. Question in the chat. What is the type of golfer you're targeting this week? Ball strikers. Yes. I also think that there's two ways to kind of attack it. So here's my thoughts. You don't want to be in the middle. You either want to be really accurate off the tee and sort of play that way and sort of avoiding trouble. Um, we know the firmness of the fairways will allow them to run out a little bit. Or you want to go totally other end of the spectrum and go bombers, right? That's what we saw Bryson do last year. So it was funny. Like there couldn't be a more polar opposite final pairing last year with Bryson and Westwood. Just showing you that this course can reward any type of player. But I don't think you want to get caught in the purgatory in the middle um, with guys who are a little bit loose and also not quite long enough. Pick a strength, pick an asset, pick a stat, and lean heavy on it. If you're playing DraftKings this week, go all bombers. If you're playing DraftKings this week, go all guys that are going to hit the fairways. Pick a lane and and you know hope that things work out for you. Next guy that I'm interested in, Justin Rose. Oh, Justin Rose at this event last year burned some people, didn't he? Withdrawing mid-round after a Spieth hole-in-one, clearly pouted his way off the course. Um, just he's that guy. He's that guy. I don't like it. Um, that said, great at the Farmers. One bad round at Pebble. Good spot. Can he return in decent form? I think so. Yeah, normally not my brand, but I might get there. Billy Borchel, not my brand, never my brand. Hope he goes to Saudi. Hope he never plays well and never wins again. It was brutal watching Billy Borchel last week. Complain about the fans. Take 35 seconds to step into a putt. Um, have his little meltdown on 18 where he threw his ball into the water. And then end up top 20. Brutal to see. Go to Saudi. Okay. Here's some guys. Connors, Woodland, McNeely, Cam Young, 70 to 80 to 1. Chris Kirk, 80 to 1. Great performance last week. Tough Sunday for Chris Kirk. Good around the green games. Good putter. Uh, I could see a bounce back there. I'm going to save kind of some of these guys for my, my sort of lunchtime long shots picks, which will be out tomorrow. Um, this is going to be sort of a, a quick sort of run through the odds, and I'm going to give initial thoughts here. Like I said, Anyone has any other questions, fire them my way. Um, Luke List is 80 to 1, probably not here. Seamus Power, not a bad number. 60, 65, but then you have an 80. What book is this? And you have an 80 at Bet365. Bet365, if you have access to, offers the each way betting. Typically have really good numbers on guys. Like, look at how much in this column is highlighted on the odds checker grid meaning that the best price is there on 365. If you have that book, give me a shout. Love it. Straka. Can't believe my guy Bear Off today, who I played with, wasn't on Seb Straka. That's his brand. This is his home event. We've seen guys play well off of a win. Is he going to win back-to-back? -back? No. Don't bet that outright. Could you bet him top 20 this week? I can see it. 
Um, he struck it really well. The confidence is at an all-time high. We saw Tom Hoagie do it, who's right here within this range, come back out to Phoenix and play well. Possible. Matt Wolf. God, it was bad last week. He was missing right. He was missing left. He was missing chips. He was missing putts. He was missing like three foot putts. It almost felt like it got to the point where Wolfie was like back in his depressed standpoint. Um, it was tough to see. I was out there. He was not a happy camper. He should be. Led the PGA Tour in scoring average through the fall. Can he take the Bryson route to this course and cut a lot of the par fives off? Maybe. Is there a chance things go right for him? One of these weeks, Wolf is going to make someone a lot of money. I don't know if it's this week. 17 over or whatever it was last week was tough. I don't know. 110, I may be able to get there. Who are you avoiding that is getting a lot of buzz? This is a good question. Let's go back up sort of to the top. Um, I will be reluctantly avoiding Victor this week. I'll be avoiding Sam Burns this week. I'll be avoiding Billy this week, who I do think some, some steam comes in on. Um, I'm not going to bet Cameron Young because I'm going to bet another player further down the board who I think is is in the same mold, uh, just as good. Those are kind of who I'm avoiding up there. Um, Lakers, Taylor, what up? Okay, let's move it down a little bit. Digging into Danny Dirt, 131. Not, not here. Not here. Too long for him. I think he's one of the guys that are stuck in the middle. Is he really accurate off the tee? Mm, not really. Not enough. Thomas Peters? Okay. Yeah, maybe. 131, good price. I forget what his price was at Riv a couple of weeks ago. Seems like it could be a good spot for him. Here's the guy, Sahith. Back on Sahith, 150 to 1. Uh, Basically double the number of Cameron Young, who was 81. I put them together in similar molds. Both young players, both a ton of talent, both heavy hitters off the tee. Equally impressed with both of them with how they were able to handle their Sundays in contention. Um, Cameron Young, obviously most recently at Riviera. Sahith Tagala at the Waste Management. Both stood up to big-time caliber players in major events on a Sunday with the lead and performed quite admirably, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to be back on him. Look at those other names around him. Ricky, Patrick Reed, Sahith Tagala. Did we think we were going to be here a year and a half ago? Taylor Moore. Matt Jones, I don't mind. Anybody really down here? There's my boy Cam Davis is 200 to 1. Garrick Higo is 200 to 1. Svensson, 250. Oh, man, that number could reel me in. He was so good ball striking. Only guy, I think one of two people ever to hit all 18 greens in regulation in a round at PGA National. Quite, quite impressive stuff for young Svensson. Followed him a lot. Made some long putts. Missed some short ones. Tough scene. 
folded down the stretch, which I didn't love, hit a couple in the water, really mentally sort of got in his own head. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. 250 is a big number, though. I might get back to bed in top 20s. We'll see how things kind of shake out. Um, and none of these guys, I mean, this is the API. This is going to, no one's winning 250 to 1 here. That's what I got this week. Like I mentioned, this thing is going to continue to evolve. I follow you on Instagram. Okay. I don't know if that's intended for me. I don't think you follow me on Instagram. Anyways, great call on Svensson last week. Thank you. Thank you. Comment, like, subscribe. When you when you do those things on our YouTube channel, it helps new people to see this, which is helpful to us. We have a sponsor. It is Prize Picks. They are really cool. They do a ton of unique opportunities and different ways to kind of play fantasy. So PL100, let me see if I got that up in here. No, I was going to bring up the little banner, but anyways, PL100 will get you the prize picks uh, deposit bonus. 100 bucks. You put in 100, they match 100, you got 200. That's a lot of money to play with in there. They got the cool little parlay aspects going on. Uh, very fun stuff. Check prize picks out. Download it, deposit, PL100. That helps us out. Any of this stuff, the liking, the commenting, the subscribing, big for us. Smash that like button. Make sure to comment on iTunes as well. I appreciate anyone who stopped in here. Fran, thank you. Um, I'm going to continue to sort of evolve my strategy for this show. I didn't want to take a week off. That was big for me. I was out at the Honda all day today. It was a long week. I haven't really crafted the right lane for this show just yet in the niche that it's going to sit in, but I will. Um, Thank you for taking the time with me tonight and on this podcast. I appreciate you listening as always. I'll talk to you guys soon. For now, I'm Joe Idoni at Tour Picks. Thanks for checking it out for Lines. Peace.